It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Well, hello, hello, Monday, Monday, Monday. Welcome to the whole group of you who are out there listening to us today, and we're just as excited to continue to go forward. You know how I feel about Mondays. It's the first day of the work week to begin our journey toward being greater and better and bigger. So to that point, we have some great things going on that we're going to be talking about this whole uh, next couple of weeks. We started last week with a series on business entities. We talk so much about business marketing. We talk about how to get your purpose in line. We talk about and discuss um, where you fit in that niche and where you are. And so as we start developing these business enterprises, we need to talk a little bit about the business entity itself. Uh, last week, we talked about the solopreneur, the entrepreneur, which is probably the largest group of people who start off their businesses. And, and like we talked last week, that's the starting point. It may develop into other things that we should expect it to and want it to. So an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, is the person who themselves own the company. They drive the vision. They're usually doing the financing. Um, they're basically doing the work. A lot of times, those kind of entities happen to be dealing with people who are consultants, uh, lawyers, people who are business consultants, people who um, help people realize their own vision, like we had last week, someone who helped you get to where you need to go, whether it's in business or in um, entrepreneurship. This time, we're going to talk with someone who's going to help us with the process of franchising. Um, that's a major opportunity for business owners. Um, that's another step. It's another arsenal. It's another tool. And I know you know about franchises. Most of you know about car dealerships or franchises or McDonald's, fast food, Burger Kings. But there are so many different franchise organizations out there. And we're going to talk today with Mr. James Garrett, who's the owner of uh, Express Employment Professionals. Um, his company helps talent um, and businesses who need talent all come together. So, Mr. Garrett, how are you today? Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I'm glad, especially that you because we, we talk about franchising, and that's an interesting dynamic of things that happen. Like I said earlier, when a person thinks about franchising, they think about maybe a car dealership or, or maybe a fast food, a McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. There's a lot of them out there. But I love your concept, your franchising, which is one of the many out there, and you're in um, helping employment. So tell us a little bit about your background and a little bit of how you got to okay. the franchising piece. Well, my my background is uh, was I had a 25 year background in public safety. Uh, I re- had retired from public safety and was really at home, kind of looking how to uh, how to maximize uh, retirement and how, how to really get uh, different uh, types of money sources. And so I looked at staffing. I looked at uh, what staffing was going to be doing in the next few years, and looked at how to get into staffing, and uh, and and thought that franchising would be one of the better things to do in order to uh, one learn learn the whole staffing business. And, uh, and 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 really take advantage of what was going to be happening in staffing in the next few years. Right. And to that point, guys, listen up. Up. If you want to call in, and ask any questions to Mr. Bennett, our calling number is five one five six zero two nine seven six seven. Once again, five one five six zero two 
9767. He's here to uh, help us understand our franchising process and talk a little bit about that, the, the process for you. And so when you touched on the uh, franchise- The process for me, uh, for me was, uh, uh, one, I wanted to look at a, a, uh, a staffing company that had a reputation uh, in staff, a good reputation in staffing because you have several that have bad reputations. Uh, mm-hmm. So that so that's another plus uh, to to the whole franchise deal is one, you 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 get to learn a new a new system if you will. Uh, you you so you, if 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 you haven't never been in a staffing or if you've never been in an HR or anything like that, you can they they have a proven system that they can teach you how to do the staffing and HR and all those components to deal with that. So that's the mm-hmm. plus of getting into franchising is that there's, there's generally a proven system there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the banks, the banks consider it lower risk because they're, that, that it is a proven system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you, you're more apt to get more to get money for a franchise and, and, and depend, depending on the franchise, like you, you, you mentioned McDonald's earlier. They, 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 they have quite the marketing name. So once okay. you franchise at McDonald's, people can go up there and, and they, they, are, they already know what you got. You're your Big Macs, mm-hmm. you're all, the, all the other stuff. They, mm-hmm. and, 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 but, but, but you're limited. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're limited to the Big Mac and you're limited to their menu items. Let's say, mm-hmm. let's say you live in a part of town where you know that every weekend they, they, they go out for hot dogs and do a lot uh, and have hot dog restaurants all the way down the street. And yet mm-hmm. you want to have that option on your menu. There's no way to get that option on your menu. You're locked in to what McDonald's says has to be your menu. Okay. So, so the great thing yeah. about franchising, um, um, if you look at it, you have that brand. It's already established. You don't need to build that brand necessarily. It brands established. Right. Um, you have a right. good advertising, in most instances, that with that branding, you've got this advertising portal, information, stock things already put together. You have to start from scratch. So the advertising piece is uh, another my Bible. Let me ask you a little bit, as we go into the positives about this, to be fair, how about the capital? Mm. I mean, if you have such your own business, there's a lot of capital that generally has to be put in place for a lot of things that are already put in place for a franchisee. So, you know, your, your, is it your expenditure, uh, your capital outlay? Is usually, is that a little bit more uh, lax or what is it? You know, how is that, how did, how did that come about? I would say based upon the franchise that you're interested in, like uh, mm-hmm. if you want to franchise at McDonald's, you're talking about a million dollars. I mean, so, right. you, so it, it, but when you're looking at franchising, say a lower type of franchise, like say staffing or something like that, you're still looking at somewhere around a quarter million dollars because what, what, mm-hmm. what they're actually doing is they're, they're, they're giving you their, all the things that they have established in that market already. And so mm-hmm. all, all your marketing, all, all the, all the commercialing, all that stuff has already been done. All the branding, all that stuff has already been done. And in some mm-hmm. cases you already have a loyal customer base. Right. And you also have a benefit of supply and demand depending on what you're in. So um, certain right. companies, there's certain things you buy, you can buy in bulk with the company itself. So you have advertising. Yeah. Because, have branding. because that franchise gives you that collective buy, buying power. That co- sure collective yes, buying yes, yes. power. You got people to call on, mm-hmm. like um, experience, uh, experienced people that can come and work with you individually to make that, Absolutely. you know, a little, a little, you have a support system in place. So you feel a little bit more confident. You're not out there by yourself. Um, and and and, and, that, and and 
and that is the plus of a franchise is that there's that you get to learn their system and you get to hit the ground running they 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 will put somebody who's already been in there with you or mm-hmm. been, been been in the business before so you don't so as you get ready to go through the dings that you go through yeah i mean it it, it doesn't have to hit hit as hard as if you don't have anybody there Exactly. So that's all the great stuff about franchising. We know, you know, that's not that's, those are big things in business. You know, <laughs> branding, marketing, money, support. You know, somebody help you. You can call them up when things are down, things are established, and and all that. And that works extremely well for so many people. There are so many people who've been very successful in a franchise base. Um, my background, I have done a lot of marketing for um, a number of brands like Burger King and McDonald's um, franchise uh-huh. companies. And uh, I see the billionaires and the people who have worked in the corporation. I have very good friends in the McDonald's Corporation who actually worked in a McDonald's store and went on to become franchisees and own several restaurants and are multi-million dollar uh, people at this point in time and love it. That's, we know right. that is uh, um, has a lot of possibilities for people. But on the other side of the point, there's also a want to talk about some of the things that people may not think about so quickly. Um, that's one of our brand promises on this show is to bring you both sides of everything and give you relevant um, experience and um, ways to break the norm and what can you can do. So to that point, on that other side of it, um, there are some issues um, that franchising yes, is are. not for everybody. You know, it's not the yes. right fit for some people. Let's talk about what you found to be some of your inks, if you will, or, um, you know, uh, hesitations as you franchise your business? Well, uh, now, one of them I talked about before, like uh, when, when I made the analogy about McDonald's, uh, and, and if you wanted to do hot dogs, there's no mm-hmm. there's no room for you to do hot dogs. You have to be really, you, you really have to be held to their menu. So that's mm-hmm. one of the things. There's no, really no creativity in Okay. In the business, if 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 you see if you see something that's uh, kind of getting to be a trend now, like the, mm-hmm. the the kids are wanting more ice cream or whatever the case is, you mm-hmm. you you can't lock on to that trend. You're really locked in to the brand, to the franchisor, and what they want to do. Okay. The, uh, the, the, the other thing I would limited say. Limited creativity. Yeah. Yeah, limited creativity at all. In fact, in, in some cases, there's no creativity. Creativity. You have mm-hmm. to really look at that franchise agreement and see what you're agreeing to, uh, mm-hmm. uh, because I mean, it, it, some 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 of that you do want some creativity to to be able to do different things in your area. the The other thing is that you are really held to an area, if you will. Mm-hmm. You, if when you franchise, you don't have the opportunity to grow. Like, like let's say you come up with a great idea, and and, and somebody takes that idea, and you want to really grow that idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, in a franchise, you can only grow as far as they allow you to in a specified area. Mm-hmm. So, and so, 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 in essence, you're a glorified area manager. So, in essence, you're not your own boss. You work for the franchisor, and you're you're a glorified area manager because you cannot grow any further than than than, than that. Now, you can grow your area. But you, mm-hmm. but, but let's say if, if if I want to do business in South Carolina, I cannot with with my okay. franchise. If I want to, because someone do, else uh, has a I, franchise here. Yeah. Because someone else, someone else has, has a, franchise. a franchise there, and so okay, right, and so I'm very mm-hmm. limited. I'm very limited to the area that the franchise gives me. The other thing is that you can you, you cannot keep that franchisor out of your financial business at all. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. All your financials go goes to them first in, in in most cases because a lot of times you're paying a fee to the franchisor, 
And mm-hmm. in a lot of times that, that fee is for the life of the franchise. Mm-hmm. And some of those fees can be excessive. Uh, you, okay. you, may have a, uh, you may have a franchise that may charge you 5%, like a Made Pro or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you also have franchises that charge you up to 40% and sometimes mm-hmm. 50%. Mm-hmm. And so that, mm-hmm. that really cuts into your bottom line. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So let me, let me, let me back up a little bit. So we look mm-hmm. about, we talk about the creativity um, and being mm-hmm. one of the obstacles or one of the negative parts of franchising. Now, help me with right. this because I had a little bit of franchising experience by working for a franchise brand in marketing, but I don't know but so mm-hmm. much. But what I uh-huh. have seen in terms of creativity to some extent, maybe not the menu per se, but if, if there are other areas like um, we did something for a franchisee in, say, Harlem. And mm-hmm. because Harlem was a great black renaissance or whatever, they allowed them uh-huh. to adjust their decor and some activities that they did. So they allowed some levels of creativity based on what that market may respond to. That is right, something right. you can do, but the basic um, menu things, uh, they may be able to bring a different kind of shake or something like that, um, you mm-hmm. know, a little something, but basically it's still, um, you know, there is a limited amount of creativity if you can prove yeah. that's more indicative to your whatever. Okay, so well, that, and, and, that, Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, and, and, and I guess the case I was trying to make is that you, you, you really have to ask permission as, as an owner of a franchise, you're not necessarily the owner. You you have to go go to them and you have to ask for permission for that. So so yeah. you, you, you don't you really have the latitude, that. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to jump through a little bit more hoops on those kinds of things. I, I totally get that. Um, I understand right. that profit piece is going to be huge. What yes. you just talked about earlier, saying that, you know, is there any way that when you start your process, um, when negotiating from the beginning, if you can negotiate a better rate for yourself, or that's just a, that's not easily done, that's a straight rule. You have to pull that into your your business, knowing you're gonna lose. Well, 20, I, 30, 40, I, 40, I, I think yeah, I, I, I think you can negotiate some of those things. I, I know that, they, that normally they're gonna have a franchise rate that they're gonna charge you right off the bat. So mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. say for uh, Express, it may be uh, seventy thousand dollars that they want right <laughs> off the bat. Now, mm-hmm. now it, it, it all depends if, if, you, if you're buying a franchise name or if you're buying an existing franchise, all that mm-hmm. stuff matters mm-hmm. because, uh, because the, the main thing is you want, you want the first person coming through the door. That's how you're getting business, and, right. and, 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 and that name is going to drive business. So, uh, so, so, so a, a, a lot of that, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, this is, but, but I'm really trying to dig a bullet, and I, I do like franchise. I think they have their place. Um, I do understand mm-hmm. the pros and cons, but I think it's, I'm so happy we have this conversation with somebody who's going to be real with us um, because people right. know what they're getting into. Um, and and right. that's why I'm so excited about what we're having here. And, and let me ask you another question. I mean, they, the franchise agreements, I've never seen one per se. I've, I've worked on brands. But what happens, mm-hmm. you, you buy into a franchise. I'll kind of jump the gun here a little bit, but you buy into a franchise because they bring you a uh, amount of brand. Um, credibility and, and brand recognition right. and, and what right. happens if that brand gets damaged? What happens to well, you if you know your brand through no fault of your own and nothing you have done but another franchisee which you are doing human resources 
found out that someone mm-hmm. did something egregious, like sex, sex um, harassment or, or sexual uh, trafficking or did something, you know, that really, really could damage the brand of people doing human that- resources. How that affect you? Right. What you got of it? How you telling that? And, and that and that is something that you have to take into account too when you look at franchising. Is that 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 franchise name can't could get damaged. And and a good case was uh, uh, was it Domino's or was it Pop, uh, Papa John's? Was it oh, some way uh, with Papa the John's sex trafficker? You know, well, it was couple. I uh, no, I think I think, I, I, I think. And then Jerry yeah, was had some problems where where. Yeah, yeah, where, where I guess when the 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 guy that was over it had said some mm-hmm. racial things and and, and some other things that happened, yeah. and, and and there were several people that had bought in the franchises there, and 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 they were damaged for some time until they got to until they got rid of that guy. So th- th- mm-hmm. those are some things you definitely have to take into account when you do buy a franchise. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I, I highly agree with that. So uh, is there anything you, you know you can do? Can you put that in your contract to say, you know, if there happens to be this incident? I mean, that's something people should think about. If they're going to franchise, you need yeah, to yeah, agree. I think, I think yeah. that's something to think about. I think a lot of companies are, are not willing to negotiate. A, a, a lot of the franchising companies, uh, say like when you go to an express or say you mm-hmm. go to uh, one of their competitors, a McDonald's or, or a Papa John's or something like that, a lot of them don't. Don't uh, don't really negotiate the franchise, the, 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 not the franchise fees, but but the, but the franchise uh, uh, conditions, if you will. Those okay. conditions have already been written out. Uh, a lot of those franchise agreements, uh, you, you, it, it takes you you got to hold them with two hands, and so right. okay. and so they they, they 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 put a lot in them. They they, they really put mm-hmm. a lot in them. But 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 mm-hmm. but mostly mostly when you think about a franchise, just think about. Uh, the, the the fact of being able to grow and and and, and I mean I, th- I think it's it's a great way to learn a business to learn how to do business to 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 really get into a business and if the franchise has a great name you can really grow into that mm-hmm. uh, but but when it comes down to it uh, your 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 growth possibilities sometimes are limited uh, based on your area based on the based on the franchise and some of that some of those things. You know, let me dig it out a little, little bit deeper about that. With the geographic locations, basically you buy a market or whatever you call a market or area or whatever. Um, so that's where you're going to start. The benefit of that is you won't have a competitor from that same company in your geographic area, but you may have a competitor from somebody else in that geographic area, correct? Right. Correct. Right. And so are you able to partner with other geographical areas and perhaps – Put a location in South Carolina. Um, maybe you could call the guy here. Um, you know, guys, I'm not here in South Carolina. Can you call the guy who's over mm-hmm. here and say, hey, um, I wouldn't mind putting a, a location there. That's something people do. It's not well received. and doesn't happen. People are open to that kind of how that works. I think – I, I, it, and again, I think it depends on the franchise. Some, some mm-hmm. franchises want you to be in, in the franchise for a little bit let, uh, and mm-hmm. want to see that you have some success in the franchise before mm-hmm. they allow you to buy uh, another uh, another area, if you will. And, mm-hmm. and some franchises are, are, are just are, are just kind of free if you have the money and you have the wherewithal to handle uh, running a place in, in, in Missouri or in, or in Illinois and in South Carolina, they will allow you to do that. Okay, that gives you opportunity to grow. Okay, and then how tired are yeah. you? And you, this may be something that you're not as involved with because you're you're um, you're, you're going for consultancy more than a product. But um, as franchises right. have products, what about the suppliers? Are you able to bring in someone you know 
who can maybe give you a better deal? You stuck to their suppliers or, you know, kind of how yeah, for, is that? For, for, yeah, for the most part, a lot of times they'll, they'll put and they'll put this in the franchise agreement that uh, and you'll get discounts like 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 you say from from uh, special suppliers and things like that. But mm-hmm. by the most, but for, by and large, you have to use their suppliers, or by mm-hmm. and large, they've already worked out deals that 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 are 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 at, at a discounted rate or whatever the case mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. they want you to work with it, with their suppliers and, and with their, the people they've already brought to the table. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's limited in that as well. Okay. So, oh, so as I, if I break this down for what you're telling me and what you're into, the advantages um, or looking into a franchise is oftentimes the cost could be competitive or it could be a better cost because you have a soul in already, your brand recognition is done, your brand notoriety is done, advertising packages right. and plans are always put in place. You have someone at hand who comes in to consult and periodically help you learn and get through your hoops. People can call, call in um, to help you um, in those times that, that that's all about you. Um, they have a good, oftentimes they have um, good suppliers that they've already right. negotiated with you, and you can save that amount of work, it allows you to gain the experience that you need uh, on a rapid basis to get this done and your management piece in place. Um, so um, the buying power, so all of those good things are there for you, the territory and branding. However, on the other side of that, also yeah. lose some levels of creativity in terms of the things right. you want to do that's indicative for your marketplace. Um, mm-hmm. You have a big brother look over your shoulder all the time. Mm-hmm. There's somebody right. who is always checking out your financials. Now, when they do that, that's mostly to help you and keep you in check, right? Not overspending. That yeah, for the most, yeah, for the most yeah. part. I mean, they, they, I mean, because because they get a certain percentage of of, of your business. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a lot of it is just they're they're just privy to all the books. They, if, if 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 you if you're bringing it in and their and their fee is thirty percent, they're taking the first thirty percent and then they'll give you seventy. With left, yeah. And that's, so you have, that, that's just how it works, yeah. Yeah, your geographical is kind of like this, is, is um, you know, it's kind of up to them in terms of how far you can go and how fast in that. So you have less control of this creativity. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, but yeah, overall, for, 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 for the Yeah, for the, say that again now. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, for for the most part, the 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 area they give you is the area that you have. You you now if you have a, if you have a, say a prospect to grow outside that area, it may okay. be somebody else's area. And and, and let's mm-hmm. say that that this prospect is a friend of yours, and mm-hmm. they will only work with you. They won't work with the company if it's not for you. You still can't okay. work with that person if they're out if they're out of your territory. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So there's a big, yeah. there's a balance. That's some checks and balances on franchising. And so oh, what we're seeing here is some good information gets started growing in. Um, there are also some mm-hmm. ways you may go out of franchising or continue your franchise and do some other things. But you need to look at all the pros and cons real hard to see if that makes sense Absolutely. for you. That, you yes, know, ma'am. tell me, so, so you expound a little bit more on that as how you're feeling about this whole process of franchising. I, 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 again, I, I feel, I feel that it, uh, the process. Uh, I, I, I think, I think it's a good process if you, if you, if you have the wherewithal to, to, to learn a new business and you want to really get in there and, and get to learn it and, and, and it's going to be profitable for you. I think, I think if you, I think if you can start it on your own though, 
and you mm-hmm. have the 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 consultant or or the other people that help you start on your own i i think is i think is a lot better because you are really your own boss at that point you have mm-hmm. you'll have to ride the ups and downs of business and and you'll have to to learn like everybody else but you but you mm-hmm. are really your own boss you're you're mm-hmm. able to grow as fast or as slow as you want to you're able to expand as far as you want to it, it's it's just a better deal Good deal. Well, you know what, Jane? I want you to talk to just just talk to me clearly. Like, um, and you've done this, you're doing it, and um, you've got other things in in, in mind to do. Um, he will be uh-huh. back with us, guys. Mr. Mr. Garrett will be back with us. We have a we won't talk about it too much right now, but we have another um uh, business um, thing that he is into and something he's doing. I'm really impressed with. I won't bring that bring him back because when you franchise, there's opportunity to still do other things as well. Correct. Oh, absolutely. 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 And so this is just one aspect of it. I know several people who have franchises and other business, uh, multiple streams of income, which I definitely like. So I want you to talk to us a little bit more about what you would say to a person who is thinking about um, going into franchising for your business and human resources or anything else. I want you to be, mm-hmm. if you will, let us know your contact information. Um, how to reach you, how someone want to consult with you, how someone want to talk with you, um, have some conversation with you about their interest in franchising, because we see very clearly you're going to tell us both sides of it, and people can kind of decide themselves. So I'm going to give you the mic for a few minutes to kind of like talk about that. Let's talk about what you're seeing, um, kind of where your head is moving to, and I want you to give us your information, how people can reach you after the show to talk about okay. franchising opportunities, Okay. Well, I, I'll tell you from from, from my standpoint, I uh, I think that if you, if you are looking to franchise or if you're looking at getting into franchising, I would really study the franchise that you're wanting to get involved with. Really look at the market itself and, and look at where the market is going. I think COVID has really changed a lot for us. We, we we've we've really just woke up into a new market, and so mm-hmm. that you have, really have to look at that. Uh, when 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 you look at different trends that that are going around, I mean you you have. Pay attention to those trends when you when you're looking at starting a business, especially when you're looking at franchise. And look at the franchise name. How good how good has the franchise been doing? How good is it doing now? And 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 just think about some of those things that we talked about during the show. If, if, if some if, if you if you buy into a franchise and you have something that happened like at at uh, Jimmy John's or or not Jimmy John's uh, Papa John's or, or 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 some of the other franchises, how that affects you and how that affects your business. Uh, again, my, if, if I if I had a preference, I would tell most people that if they had the cash and the uh, and, and and they had someone that they trusted that was in that business that could, that could really guide them through that that for me that may be a better deal because you 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 really are able to do your own thing at that point and you really are able to uh, be a chameleon if you will to 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 your customers be 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 what they need you to be at the time that they need you to be it. So that that would be my take overall with regard to franchising. That's important, very very important on that piece. So how would a person reach out to you? Talk to you a little more offline about your situations and um, kind of franchising or not franchising or uh, whatever. How would how do where you on Facebook, social media? How do you reach out to you? Okay, well I I uh, I office at uh, uh, Mag Spaces uh, and we uh, and and like Miss Gwen said, we do a lot of things there. Uh, my number there is eight one six. Six three one zero nine one one, and we are actually selling our franchise. And so, if you are interested in buying a staffing franchise, uh, uh, you can call me there as well. Uh, we we uh, we do we not only do uh, 
express uh, or our light industrial sta- uh, staffing. We, uh, we we do medical staffing as well. Uh, so uh, and, and, and uh, we we are looking to do, get into some more staffing as well. So uh, just looking at some of the stuff that Express is not doing and and, and trying to get into that field as, as well, since we are starting to understand the field a lot better. Excellent. And you're doing medical staffing. I know that's pretty big for you right now. Yeah, well, medical staffing is is, is a big field, uh, and and it, and, it, and it's going to triple here pretty soon. But getting the medical medical staff is the hard is the hard part. I mean, it's, 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 it's easy to get the contracts, but to get in the medical staff is, is, is just a desert out there. There's, there's not, many, not, not many nurses out there and not many nurses that want to uh, work out here in COVIDville. Right. That's the thing. You know, the point you made earlier about knowing the marketplace is huge. We talk about that on the show oftentimes in terms of knowing your, your marketplace, knowing your competitors. Um, those kind of things will keep you um, uh, more Very on important. track. They're on track and more yes, important. So please take these opportunities. We want to be a reliable source with different ideas and structures, and we are thinking we're breaking some ground on some things. And uh, we've had um, Denise Weathersby on before with Mag Spaces, um, uh, and they are doing a remarkable job at uh, trying yeah. to, and I should say Mag Spaces and Mag Ventures, in terms of yes. uh, helping to support uh, small businesses, new businesses, innovations which I'm so excited about because uh, our yeah. old norm of what we do things before is not going to continue to work for us. And that's why we want to talk exactly. this time right now about business entities. We want to talk to you more about different creative ways. And we have some people coming on shortly to talk about partnerships. We have people coming on to talk about multiple streams of income. Um, so we want to finish this series mm-hmm. out of different business entities and how you're going to structure these entities to make sure that you are safe, that make that you make the best decisions and make sure that your decisions are profitable and, and cost effective. So before we close the show out, I want you to, uh, Mr. Um, um, Bennett, one more time, give everybody your contact information and uh, please use this resource. You never know how you can cross-pollinate and come up with ideas and suggestions. People you may know who could help you in a way and you also help them. So um, go ahead and tell us once again how to reach you, um, Mr. Bennett. If you want to reach me, uh, uh, you can reach out to 816 816- Okay, sounds great. In social media, whatever? Excuse me, say that again. In social media, um, Facebook? Oh, oh, social media. Uh, Mm -hmm. My email address is is james.garrett, J-A-M-E-S, dot G-A-R-R-E-T-T, at expresspros.com. That's all one word. It's at Express Pros, E X P R E S S Pros, P R O S dot com. Sounds great. That's wonderful. And I thank you so much for being on the show, Mr. Garrett. We'll be back in a few more weeks uh, talking about his additional venture that he has uh, going on. And most of us entrepreneurs are doing more than one thing. We're all looking at that. I believe in that. I said before, multi streams of income. Um, and with this economy and life and careers changing, it's important that you're able to be agile and no matter what you're doing. So, Thank you so much for being with us, guys. Listen, um, please join us again next Monday. Have another great new show for you uh, that we're talking about business enterprises. Um, follow us on um, Growing Greatness um, Facebook page. Um, these, all of these broadcasts are on um, Never Had So Good, on iHeart, I, I Spotify, on um, a number of uh, podcast um, sites. Listen to us. Call us in. Help hit us up for information. Look forward to talking with you again next week. And today is the first day of Monday of the week to go out and go out and just be great. Thank you so much and join us again next Monday.
It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. 